Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Ladies, gentlemen, all genders, welcome. Here we are, episode 10 of the Matter of Faction podcast. We're here already. You know it's legitness when you hit double digits, right? Do you remember your 10th birthday? Absolutely. 40 years ago or something like that? (laughs) I remember I was hanging out in the backyard and mum's like, congratulations, you're a man now, you've hit 10. So like, does that mean we're legit men now? Yeah, I think so. Great. We're established, we're sorted, and we're flying through this podcast. There's so Absolutely. much going on at the moment, which is insane to try and keep up with. Yeah, agreed. Very stoked to say we've got the legendary Andy Marsh from Thy Art Is Murder. One of the nicest blokes you'll ever get the chance to meet. Yeah, it was it was really, really nice to sit down with Andy. We had the opportunity to sit down with him in our office here and to have the chat that we had with him and then we turned the recorder off and we talked for probably another hour afterwards yeah. and it was like would have been super nice to leave the recorder on cuz we there's some gold there that we didn't even record uh but I'm not certain we would have ended up in that discussion had the recorder been on. Exactly, yeah. This guy is just a wealth of knowledge with everything he does. It's not just all about being in the artist murder and playing yeah. like it's running behind the scenes doing his record label as well running a family like he literally is the busiest man in the world right now yeah and it was great to see uh and to chat with him on uh, I'm, I'm not sure about you brownie but certainly from my perspective like i've managed bands before yeah you know i've i've put records out i've you know all that sort of stuff to see from his perspective wearing all those different hats and you know, he said he only slept four hours, four hours a night. Correct. Yeah, all of that sort of stuff. Like, incredible. I mean, when you're young, you can get away with that. But like, this is what he does for a living. And look, we're not going to give too much away about it. You need to listen to this man and hear everything he has to say. But like, seriously, if if you think you're busy in life, have a listen to what he does, and you'll just rethink your life choices. Yeah. Plenty happening in the news right now. So let's throw to Ebony with the heavy news and find out some headlines. Take it away, Ebony. Thanks. Some forty-one are probably touring next year. It's exciting. We have no date set just yet, but Cone has revealed in an interview with Wall of Sound that they'll be back next year. Their new album, Order in Decline, came out on Friday, and if you like metal and some 41, you're going to have a great time. We did just have Splendor in the Grass recently, and Kevin Cross, it was his last show with Trophy Eyes. He's left to take a different direction career-wise and to start a family, so if you didn't see them at Splendor, bad luck. If you did see them at Splendor, you would have seen Chris Lilly, who joined John Floriani on stage to sing the fuck song from his newest TV show, Lunatics. Crazy. A bit unfortunate for the Lamb of God fans, the band has parted ways with drummer Chris Adler, which is major. He had a motorbike accident last year in 2018 and never quite returned to his position in the band. Um, Lamb of God moved forward with their drummer Art Cruz after the accident and he's now taking Chris's place ahead of recording the new album. No statement from Chris just yet. Deathcore giants from New Jersey, fit for an autopsy, have announced their new album, which is called The Sea of Tragic Beasts, and comes out on October 25. Their new song, Mirrors, is ambient, genty. Some may say it's melodic, but we'll leave that up to you. And we also have a new song from Killswitch Engage, which has Jesse singing about his mental health struggles. They've also announced a partnership with Hope for the Day, which is a non-for-profit organisation that focuses on suicide prevention. And back on Aussie soil, Wither have released a new single. It's called Use Me, and these guys are doing something good. They debuted that song on Thy Art Is Murder's tour just recently, and it was very well received. 
Finally, a big shout out to Melbourne band Clowns who are keeping the dive alive by playing in different dive bars around Melbourne that might be facing foreclosure. At each bar, they'll be playing one of their albums in full. So head to the socials for more details. That's it. Until next week, stay heavy. Cheers for that, Eb. Um, Chris Adler's a, a big talking point. Um, big shock, massive shock over the weekend hearing this from Lamb of God. Yeah, I mean, I've been reading around and, you know, people have been, you know, sort of commenting, saying, like, we know he's been... We, we've known he's out for a little while. Oh, right, okay. Um, as in just from... Because he had the motorbike accident yeah. last year and Art's come in and has pretty much yeah. been the touring drummer for this time. Because, you know, a band obviously needs to keep going and all that. Yes. And with all due respect to Chris, you know, he needs to get himself But this um, seems to sorted. be this seems to be the definitive Chris is out. Yeah, that's it. Uh, statement. Um, uh, yeah, and it it's a weirdly worded one. Straight like, to the point. Straight to the point. But Not too no, much... Not dwelling on like we wish him the best with his recovery from the accident or extra detail, yeah, or anything that's it. Like that. So, it, it it has it has rubbed people up the wrong way. Definitely. I mean, you, you all you need to do is go take a look at any of the forums or any of the comments. comment sections and everything like that. People are asking; they want to know more information, and you yeah. know, I guess more information will come somewhere down the track. But for like probably via Chris himself, I would say, this or is Chris's what, yeah, people. This is what I would imagine because you know they've been together for you know two decades, and mm. to just have it end like this abruptly like that there's something going on that we don't know about and i'm sure over time we will we'll find, find out what's out. going on yeah. yeah but yeah it's it's can they continue on with the the new member can um, they continue on and obviously I'm certain they will they will but like will will it have that same log sound or will it be something different now uh it remains to be seen <laughs> uh, i I'd, I'd hate to speculate and be Dead wrong. Well, talking about speculation, we should probably do that for this next section here because UNFD dropped the big news that they're releasing four new songs this week. Yeah. If that's you... a big week in any label's world. Correct. Let alone in Australia. So, and, and at this point, we actually don't know what at least three of those four are going to be or if they're from Australia or elsewhere. Correct. So, like speculation hat on like who could it possibly be you know me my, my first band i go to is Beartooth, but like they're wrapping up their touring cycle for disease and they're working on album number four at the moment so it can't be them because there's nothing there did you hear their cover of wild thing i did and <laughs> love a bit of a show mode but like the I mean, cover they... wasn't bad it's just the song itself is bad they did it for a baseball. They did thing, exactly, right? and yeah. I'm not a baseball fan. I yeah. don't like. I don't even like so, cricket. So, like you know, in order to get me to enjoy a song that's popular by a sports ball, then yeah. it's I'm not going to enjoy. It's got to be it. phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, first song that they've um, released Unveiled. this week, yeah, is uh, the new Void of Vision, and I love these boys with a passion. I really do. Well, I, I'm. I got to say, I really like this new song. Like they've they've really added in like an electronic flavor to it it's not it's certainly not edm yeah yeah but they've added these like cool electronic moments like that that like there's a vocoder that sounds like a transformer like so and it's not the main vocal it's like it sits underneath the vocal yeah which yep. is really cool kind of adds a real effect to it and this goes to show like the, the precision that these guys are putting into their music i mean like when they first came out it was like oh cool here's another metalcore band similar yeah. to ocean grove and then yeah. they put out the, the disturbia ep and that was like 
okay, these guys mean business. This is good. I'm keen to see what they do with this because with the release that got sent out, like it said that they've spent so much time and effort on these songs to make sure they are perfect. That's so cool. what you're going to hear on this album is uh, a collection of songs that have been stressed over, sweated over, planned over and over again to get to that perfection. So This is next-gen Void of Vision. Yeah. And That's this is, cool. This is the next phase. Like they... Um, the Chrome album they put out was was good. Don't get me wrong, it was good. But this, add a few more years on top of that first release, I think this will be their, their the, the shining one. egg. Yeah, that's cool. The shining egg. The shining egg. Okay. You know, you play video games and there's a, there's a oh, shiny right. egg. And okay. You score, you know, whatever's in the egg. I don't know. Okay. Oh, you don't play video games. We've already covered this in the past. Not a lot. <laughs> Well, what, what else could there be? I mean, because you look at UNFDX, including international ones, just recently yep. we had Dream State release a song, so yep. it can't be them. You wouldn't release a song Not so, so close, close yeah. I wouldn't think. From, like, wearing my PR hat and release, you know, schedule hat, I, I would guess that we're due for a third... Oh, actually, no, we've already had three tracks from the North Lane album. We've had... Vultures, Vultures was the first Bloodline, one. and Talking Heads. Heads. Yep. So perhaps we're getting one final tease and, of the North Lane Alien record. And in my experience of seeing press releases and talking about music, I know for a fact that there's always three dropped before. from the album. Exactly. Vultures, Vultures was, was well before. Yeah. yeah. We all thought that was going to be a standalone single, but yeah. now it's on the album as well and included with it. So. Yeah. We're probably I, I think due. You, yeah, I We're think probably you're on the. Due, I'd say. I think you're on the ball there. Yeah, and yeah. with the album coming out next week, I mean, it's only a matter of time before something else happens. And yeah. they they kept us in the lurch with Talking Heads for so long, playing it live at shows, and then yeah. finally released it, and like everyone lost their collective minds over it. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to. I I think you're on the ball with that one. We'll check back next week, and I'll give you a lucky egg. I I, th- <laughs> I think that. The, at least one of the remaining two then will possibly be a new signing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's, I have that no idea who yep. that could possibly be. We've just had Drown the City signed to UNFD. Yep. They've got the They're EP probably, out. Yep. The EP's out. They're probably off the table. Yep. Um, Woe's put their album out. So that's yep. done. There wouldn't be anything new from that because obviously they're still riding on the success of Awful Truth, that release. Yeah. What else is there? Hellions? No, I think it's too soon for Hellions. I mean, because they were taking an extended break following that's Matt's true. passing, or not passing, leaving of the band, that Ooh, is. Oh, jeez. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to edit that. Um, but like... Thornhill? Well, actually, that's a very valid point you've got there, because they just put on social media the other week that they'd finished the album. Oh, could they smash out a go. song? Could there, could there have been a song that was re- that finished, like... A while back, that yeah, was yeah, ready they, to be they, put they're out ready so, to roll so, out. Yeah, now. I mean, and you just take a look at you know tours that are coming up and all that. Is there any? Well, they just ones did the Beartooth one. Yeah, and there was no single release before that. So, oh, do you know what else it could be? Make them suffer. Ah, of course. It yes. could. It could very well be a second make and make them suffer single. Well, yeah, because they're done. They're they're done. Yeah, Hollowed so, Heart. We saw maybe a month six six weeks ago. So. Now is the perfect time. Now for that would to probably happen. be 
the time, I would say. Well, regardless of if it is or not, like, we're in a good place right now for yeah. heavy Australian music once again. Like, yeah. there was a t- I remember there was a time when we would be in, have an influx of international heavy music coming through, mm. and you kind of have to sift through everything, and it would get kind of overwhelming because there was so many international acts, and the Aussie ones would kind of get hidden amongst it all that's that sort of thing but now it's like it's all really, you think is australian it's really taking the front seat isn't it and everyone's getting behind it as well too i mean you just yeah. take a look at some of the tours that happened uh recently cursed earth they're doing their tour at the moment right now and uh the gloom in the corner for example you know they're, they're really getting in people's peripheral peripheral vision right now and yep. and sort of making a name for themselves that kind of thing so yep. I think we're going to start seeing a lot more Australian music coming through because there is such a spotlight on it right now. And do you know what? I mean, I find this when I'm searching for new music to play on the faction, on the radio. And and you may also experience the same when you're looking for, you know, relevance for when you're posting it on Wall of Sound. Yeah. I, I really am starting to look at context when I'm looking to add something new and... And relevance. So, you know, when I'm looking at international stuff, I'm looking at this international music. Is it going to cut through? Does it actually have any relevance to Australian audiences? And I'm starting to lean towards adding so much more Australian stuff because we have the context. We are here. People in Australia know them or they're, you know, like it's more relevant. They're singing about issues that are happening right here on the ground in Australia, all that sort of stuff. I'm tending towards so much more Australian music because of that, because reason. of context, yeah, yeah. because of relevance. And so I, I don't know, maybe that's the same for you it's, as well. No, I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head right there. I mean, when they're singing about stuff that's relative to what's happening in our own country, then mm. of course, you know, you want to jump on board and, and spook it as much as possible to help spread the word. Mm. When you've got a band who, let's say, for example, talk about Sum 41, who released their album last week and they had a song called 45, 45. Matter of Time, which is about Trump. Yes, something like him involves the entire world, but with that said, on a closer, more at-home scale... It's more of an issue in America than what it is over here, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Like if someone uh, in an Australian band started writing about Australian politics, I would definitely write about that yeah. because it, it's, it has that home feel and people can relate more to it here in Australia because of that reason. Yeah. And uh, honestly, Brownie, speaking of great new heavy Australian music, this Friday, a great deathcore record made by an Australian band Huge Australian band, Die Artist Murder. They're dropping Human Target. It's out on Human Warfare Records. And we are very, very lucky to have the wonderful Andy Marsh come on in to our office. And we had a chat with him. Andy Marsh, welcome to the show. Hello. It's good to be here. Everything we've seen so far, like fans responding with such positivity. Is that rewarding to go for you guys to know that you're doing something right after all this time? Uh, it doesn't really make much of a difference to me. Everyone else just sets the limit for whether or not I can make any money. <laughs> but in terms of rewarding myself or feeling satisfied, I guess I felt satisfied once I looked back and was like, hey, it's pretty good. So, I mean, obviously the, the grand scheme of things, I don't just make the records to sit down at home and listen to them by my, myself. <laughs> Wouldn't be a very cost-effective means of enjoying music, but... Uh, <laughs> I do like other people to enjoy them as much as I pretend that I don't. And so far, so good. But 
what's more important to me is that everyone enjoys the whole album. Yeah. So it's kind of, you feel like you're cheating everyone in a little bit. Uh, in that they don't get it all yeah, at once and that you have it there kind of still keeping it to yourself close to the chest. Yeah, these small snippets and, and also with, with the way that the music industry has changed over the last 15 years, I'm kind of a little bit older. I still enjoy an album yeah. as a piece of entire music, yeah. like a collective and so these staggered releases of singles are really cool to get kids excited, but uh, I don't really care if they like one song or another song. I mean, I'm, I'm glad if they have favourites, but I want them to listen to the whole thing and yeah. like the whole thing because that's that whole package is what I'm really satisfied with. Obviously, everyone has their, their favourite songs. Mm. I have mine and the producer has his and and whatnot but as a whole record i think it's really good on another note you also run the label human warfare yep and you've got a number of bands on that label you know i mean it seems like you kind of have a lot of work on your plate already just with being in your band and managing that what made you think you know what fuck it let's add some more uh always up for challenge and as i got not to say i'm a sick manager i just uh taught myself how to do all of these things and figured it out kind of by myself and I was like well I'm kind of in a more comfortable position you know like it started out and it was chaos and I had to develop a lot of systems of of how to work efficiently and how to remind myself about certain deadlines and I got that down I was like okay well now it's a little bit easier so let's make it crazy and hard again (laughs) so I was like let's do a label do you tend to manage those bands as well or you work you work a little bit more you know with their teams and um and all the, of that the sort bands of stuff? that i work with not all of them are fortunate to have a team uh, and it is kind of a little bit uh collaborative i mean i manage the band justice for the dam but they're not on human warfare yeah and then i put out this band dealers record but i don't manage them but they're, they're a very yep. small indie band so i do mm-hmm. work heavy-handedly with them and yeah. You know, suggesting we should do this, the touring should be this, you know, how about we take a look at doing this? Whereas normally that would be the manager's job to kind of talk to me about certain things. We're going to end this on a controversial one. I wanted to talk about the new single because this is just firing up. Uh, Make America Hate Again, which is obviously a play on words for Donald Trump's Make America Great Again. What was the idea behind you guys sitting in a studio going, <laughs> let's write a song that pays out Trump? Or what was the idea behind it if it's not directed specifically at Trump? Um, I mean, maybe it is directed at Trump. He kind of sucks. But Will wrote that, the initial riff. And he's like, hey, I've got like this riff if you want to put it in your riff pile. And I was like, hey, it's a pretty cool riff. And uh, for whatever reason, it just gave me this really bizarre, like patriotic vibe. (laughs) I don't know why. Like all the songs come in and then I have all these concepts and then I match concepts to the songs vibe wise like sad song sad lyrics or angry song angry lyrics and try and match it up like that and that one i didn't have the concept it just it generated the concept i was like huh yeah this song political donald trump america make america great again i was like i need to write this song that that utilizes his political slogan but kind of flips it yeah so it's like oh you know make america great again but really (laughs) So I was like in the kitchen, I was telling Randy, one of the other producers at Graphic Nature, I'm like, oh, dude, like Will keeps grinding on me about this song to show him. I was like, this Make America Great Again, but it's like, it has to be like flipped. Like, you know, it's not 
like Donald Trump's making America great again. He's like, make America hate again, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, that's it. And then I told Will, he goes, that's the flip. He's like, yeah, you just make America great again. Fuck no, make America hate again. I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. So then the hook came together and then it was just like, you know, populating the song. But American politics, we get slammed a lot about it. People are always like, oh, Australians stay out of American politics. I'm like, well, I live in America. This was my next thing to say. You're Hawaiian, so technically you have a voice that you're allowed to say because you were born there. It, it's part of your heritage. Uh, yeah, and I also live in America most of the time, and I have done for many years now. And, <laughs> like, the drummer, Jesse, also lives in America and is an American. And I have an American daughter who's growing up in an American system with American education, politics, yep. healthcare. Yep. Yep. All of these things are super relevant to me. So, yeah, yeah, I'm going to address them. Like, my daughter isn't growing up in the Australian healthcare system. Otherwise, there'd be, like, way less things to complain about. And maybe I wouldn't have as cool the songs or something, (laughs) you know? So, I guess I should tell everyone now that Max Moore, the director, he was like, how about we get an American flag and, like, raise it upside down? (laughs) And I was like, "Mm, maybe that's, like, too far. Yeah, Yeah, Raging Us Machine got uh, kicked off I think it was Conan or something back in the day for hanging their their flags upside down on the amps. Yeah, yeah. we. I talked to the label about it um, in the states, Nuclear Blast, and he was like, mm, I don't know. He thought the label guy was like, maybe it's illegal. And then we researched it, and it's like a international sign for distress or something. And we're like, oh, well, it's also appropriate, but <laughs> no, but probably not. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they have guns there, and and I like living. So <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. a thing. Thanks again, Andy. Don't forget Thy Artist Murder's brand new album, Human Target, is out this Friday. Uh, even if you're not a fair fan of Deathcore, and I've admitted this in the past, I haven't exactly been one to sort of appreciate... To seek it out. Yeah, exactly. And I'm actually really enjoying this album. I think it's fantastic. Yep. And I, I think this might be the gateway to a lot of fans who have found Thy Art to be too heavy or too scary to sort of, you know, jump on the hype train now and join yeah. everything that they all stand for. Yeah, dope. And speaking of other heavy music that's in, in that deathcore realm, I mean, Fit for an Autopsy just dropped yeah. a track uh, end of last week as well. And, you know, there's a ton of great new heavy music coming out at the moment. Um, shall we talk about some great Australian heavy stuff? Or do, like, what's what, what else is coming towards the end of the year? I mean, we know there's a ton of, you know, we know there's, you know, Killswitch Engage coming. We new know corn, there's Corn. Yeah. Slipknot, uh, Baby Metal. Would you hold your breath for Tool? Uh, I, I mean, there's is a that ton what's, is that's, that's been what's happening a... on the August 30? Like, you know, because... I mean, that's yeah, that's the date they've given us, right? Yeah, that's all, all we've seen on the social media posts. They, they changed their logo this week and it still had August 30th there. Like, yep. you know, it, it could potentially be a surprise album or it could potentially be a new song drop. We don't know what's happening. Yeah, uh, it's all up in the air. At the moment, and you know, it could be Maynard dropping a new wine. Who knows? <laughs> you know, like at this point, I, I wouldn't know what to expect from Maynard. Like, you know, he's he's in a bit of a stoush at the moment with uh, Justin with Biebs, Bieber's yeah, yeah. people. Or is it Justin Bieber's wife? I think I think they're a go involved somehow. But yeah, yeah, we all know who the real winner of that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, okay, so forecasting for the rest of the year. Um, you know, Blink's got an album on the way, September 20, that drops, but I'm I'm not looking forward to that. But, like, what else is there 
that could possibly be released by then. The uh... yeah, what are the surprises that are left for the year? You know, like a band, not necessarily just albums, but you know, even just singles or you know something to tide us over into yeah. the new year. Like what? What can we expect? I mean, is what what are you looking forward to? Violent, or what would you like to see? Well, Violent Soho finished their album, and I always look forward to seeing what those boys do. So yeah, I, I really want to see some new music for them. And, and you know, the last time we saw them touring was on the Waco tour. Mm. So it's been a while since we've caught those boys live again. And, they, you know, they always put on a fantastic show. So yeah. hopefully by the end of the year, we'll see a new song and maybe a quick standalone run tour around on the back the, of that. Yeah, Run around the country. I, I mean, from those guys, I mean, just on a purely selfish level, for me, I, I I would like to see them drop a song that I can play on the faction. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. Because, I mean, their last couple of songs that they've put out have been definitely closer to that indie side of things. Yeah, I got you, um, yeah, yeah. And they don't necessarily sit on the faction. So, you know, I, I do play some uh soho but not a lot so like if they went back to covered in chrome like that yeah heavy like kind i of played riff. viceroy yeah yeah that's yeah, about yeah. as like close to the line as yeah, I'll, yeah. As, as i'll go and look they they have the potential to to release heavy songs just, mm. I, I hope that they continue with that rock sound and don't go not i'm not criticizing oasis here so please don't yeah, yeah, yeah. let me think no, that no, way no, but like fine. i hope they don't kind of go in that kind that of direction direction yeah yeah because when you see these boys live, that's what you... Yeah. To get That's the up. energy. Yeah, that that's got. right. Yeah. What like else? I said, that's just on a purely selfish level. And I, and I want to be able to play it. Yeah, good. So yeah. boys, if you're listening, make sure you bring the heavy for the faction. Um, To be honest with you, I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but we do know it's happening. The, the Ghost Inside have um, just done their big comeback show. And one of the big things during that show was they announced they're making new music with Jeremy from A Day to Remember. That's so cool, man. We don't know when it's coming out. We don't know what they're going to do with it. They just said, we, we're working on something right now. It'll happen when it happens, essentially. So yeah. that's that That to me is is giving me hope for that band. Yeah. And I love as well that, you know, what they've said there about, you know, it'll be ready when it's ready. There's absolutely no one out there in the world that is going to pressure them to hurry oh, up and get yes. just like in your own, t- in your own time guys. You Look, know, like. I, I know that there's that sense of entitlement when it comes to music. Like we're so keen for new music, give us something, that kind of thing. But like, if you, if you're someone who's pressuring that band to release something, you need to take a good, well, hard, long you're look You're not at a yourself. fan. Yeah, exactly. Um, and talking about going from like one end of the spectrum to the other, we've got to give a shout out to Maureen who, you know, she was handling, um, Socials. socials yeah over at that show yeah and she did an amazing job on the barrier she was literally on the barrier for this show like literally the biggest heavy show this year you know biggest you know sort of hyped return all of that sort of stuff and she's there you know and she went from she went to see Beartooth and Wind Waker and Thornhill in Melbourne got on a flight at 2am or something in the in the morning <sighs> after that show <laughs> Flew to LA, got off the plane, went straight to that show, did socials from the barrier. Then basically, I don't, she may have had a nap, I don't know. <laughs> got back on the plane, flew back to Melbourne, then on another plane up to the Gold Coast and then went to work at Splendour in the Grass. Like, that is a music fan 
through and through right there. Look, covering all bases, like, you know, to, to, to a local show here, an international comeback show like that, and then go to a music festival. When's the last time you had, like, a, a, a massive event like that besides <laughs> Big Sound, which you can't compare it to because yeah, no, no. that's, no, there's no way. There's one location. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's mental. And, and you hear these stories of, like, when bands play exclusively, for example, Rage Against the Machine played yeah. Big Day Out, they came back together for that. I remember hearing stories of people who did every Who did every show. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 And, and you do come across, like, the super hardcore fans like that who go to every show. On a tour. Whether it be in America, whether it be around Australia, that kind of thing. And, like, how they do it and back it up each day is insane. Teach me how to afford it. That, yeah, that's that too, yeah. Uh, that's what I want to know. Look, I, I know that you know people slum it because uh, there's a couple of boys I know who I met at Unify and they go to Backpackers, for example. And, yeah. You, know, you save on costs there. You're essentially going back to the room to sleep, if at all you do sleep, because you know when you're hyped up after a band, you go to an after party, you normally catch them there, that kind of thing. And yeah. then you look at the clock, oh, I've got a seven o'clock flight, might as well go straight to the airport. <laughs> Gone are those days of being able oh, to do that. I can't do that anymore. I've... I think... Those days have passed for me, I think. When they start introducing beds at gigs or like, you know, couches that you can sort of sit, recliners at gigs, that's the dream. Dream. That's the future right there. That's how we get about going to every single gig physically possible. Dream result. All right, you heard it here first on the Matter of Faction podcast. We are old men. Correct. And sadly, it's time to recline now and uh, put our feet up because that's the end of episode 10. Wonderful. It's been it's been a wonderful ten episodes so far, Brown. Here's to ten times ten more. Oh, like a hundred. Yeah. Oh good, I do good math. But thank you very much for checking us out each week. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to psh, smash that subscribe button. Watch your fingernails. He's Brownie. I'm pricey. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.